You're listening to the Hotel Talk Podcast. And now, introducing your host, Jennifer Susky. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hotel Talk. This week, we have Joel Contour with us from the Kimpton Gray, Chicago. Thank you for joining us, Joel. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. <laughs> so I found Joel. Joel was mentioned in an HNN, Hotel News Now, article um, around hybrid meetings, and I was fascinated. Now, multiple times on these calls, back when it was a lot of me speaking directly with hoteliers, there was a lot of requests on what can we be doing with meeting space? How can we be selling creatively? And I think you have the answer here. So I'm really oh. excited <laughs> that you gave us this opportunity to speak. Um, guys, if you have any questions for Joel, please drop them in the chat as always. Uh, but let's kick it off. Let's get to know you a little bit more. How'd you get in the hospitality space? Yeah, so I dipped my toes in the hospitality space after a international transfer. As you can tell, I'm, I'm not from the, the suburbs or uh, Chicago Wisconsin. Accent. Yeah, no. Um, so I born and raised in Australia. But uh, after a transfer, I, I'd spent 10 years working in the airline industry for Richard Branson on the Virgin side uh, back home in Australia. Um, and fast forward, or I should say minus, take off uh, five years ago, I was lucky enough to be a part of the very first Virgin Hotel venture. And that opened here that. in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So I was part of the opening team that opened Virgin Hotel Chicago. Um, and cut my teeth uh, there in sales as well as hotels. So um, entry level and from there it was, you know, I really just dived in and, uh, and found a passion for this crazy industry. And uh, after a, a little stint across the border up to Milwaukee, I opened up the very first Kimpton Hotel, the Journeyman in the third ward and spent three years just up there. And so I've only been back in Chicago for a year and here at the Gray and uh, here we are. <laughs> I mean, well, That's all in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, so it's always, well, I always had this joke with some of my friends in hospitality. It's like, okay, we work in hotels. Now we just need to marry into the airline space and we're going to be set yeah. for life, right? So totally. you came from the airline space. I hope you kept friends. Oh, I kept a lot of friends. It's all about that friend pass. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> not, not so useful in these days um, to get home to Australia right now. But <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, well, they are and they aren't. Unless you've got to get across the pond. Well, that's um, true. <laughs> It's, it's about finding the flight that'll get you there, maybe, you know, in a month or two. Uh, it was uh, pretty wild. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah it was a great time, um, you know, and literally hospitality in the air, hospitality on the ground. It's really about the same, and, and I'm someone that does it with a, a lot of heart, so I think it kind of translated quite easily for me. Yeah. The hospitality, it takes a certain kind of person, and once you find that space, you, you tend to not leave. I mean, totally. I left, but I'm still working with all of you, so, and I get to talk yeah. to you every week, so that makes me very happy. Um, well, well, tell us a little bit about your hotel. Tell us about Yeah, uh, the yeah, Gray. so the beautiful Kimpton Gray. It's, uh, it was opened, uh, gosh, uh, in later end of 2016, um, and it's a historical building that used to be the New York Life Insurance headquarters back uh, and built back in 1894, so beautiful grand old building. Um, but a little bit behind the name, uh, the actual, when you walk in the grand staircase and, and, the, and the lobby is really adorned with this beautiful, gorgeous old Georgian gray marble. Um, and hence where we get our name, the gray. Um, so it is a, it's a lovely little little jewel in the, in the kind of the heart of the financial district here in the loop of Chicago. Um, and we're 15 floors of just magic, you know, from 293 guest rooms to a little whiskey, whiskey bar, volume 39, 
on our second floor. And then our little jewel in the crown is our beautiful rooftop bar, Vallejo, um, which is a Peruvian-inspired South American restaurant um, with all the wonderful cuisine from Chef Brian um, Millman and, of course, Sam and the team behind the amazing cocktails up there. So it's a, it's a great little delight and I, I love being at this property. It's a, it's a wonderful product and uh, have some really gorgeous, gorgeous rooms. It sounds amazing. And I say this all the time, but I think that the silver lining from this pandemic is the fact that all of us have this wanderlust more than we ever have. And I love hearing about these properties. The gray sounds really unique. And I mean, the room that you're in right now, you're there right now. That room looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, this is one of our little uh, kind of, uh, I'd love to say, you know, unique meeting spaces in a sense that it's, it liaises as a you know, anything from an executive suite to a groom's ready room to, yeah, uh, you know, full on meeting if it so chooses. I've actually pulled the curtains because of the afternoon sun um, and, and you'd be just seeing my halo. Um, but, um, so it does have natural light, but yeah, it's a cool little space and it, and it all comes fitted out with a, with a billiard table behind me. And uh, yeah, but we've got, you know, a number of these unique spaces within the hotel that again, we start talking about it very shortly. It's about us being very flexible with these spaces that we have right now. And that's why you're here, exactly. Yeah, tell us, yeah. tell us, what is a hybrid meeting? Well, listen, I think it it really depends who you ask, and it really goes back to you know the the client and the and the and the planner and what they're looking for. Um, I think right now it's it's that safety and security and comfort level meeting back in person, um, but the hybrid side of it could be something as simple as the distal distance. Social, sorry, beg your pardon, the socially distanced uh, seating mm -hmm. or layout, right, all right through to the high end of what that virtual element of technology looks like with whether you've got a, a smaller, uh, smaller group of executives uh, virtually streaming out to hundreds of their employees that are actually working from home. Um, so, you know, there, there is a couple of sides to that hybrid element within a meeting. Um, and again, it just really comes down to the flexibility and, and, and the needs of the client um, within each, uh, with each inquiry or, or booking, depending on what that is. How large are, the, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, please go ahead. I'm really curious, how large do these uh, hybrid meetings typically tend to be? Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you can, we're talking anywhere from two people to 50 currently here in Chicago, obviously with our restrictions. So we can't have any event over 50. Um, so you're looking at a socially distant, you know, people, uh, attendees, whether it's in classroom or, or crescent rounds or full rounds, sitting at a six foot uh, socially distant uh, setting um, with, within those numbers right now. So anywhere from two to two to 50 people, uh, Jen. So it's, it's, it's an interesting scope. And again, it's more about how we can obviously welcome these guests that are willing to travel or groups that are wanting to travel. And there are a number of them coming back now. Um, and it's about doing it safely and, and within the, those required numbers. So it's, it, get, it gets very interesting in that sense of when we start um, having those conversations with planners um, uh, about what their needs are, and especially that attendee number, for sure. If, would you be able to tell us like what market segment you're seeing this the most in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For us, obviously, we're here in the financial district, and we have a couple of you know, Fortune 100, um, let's say, consulting companies that are meeting, um, but it is, I will tell you that it is uh, the higher executives that uh, are typically more meeting in groups as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the bigger, larger groups or more meetings that they have. So it is that smaller, you know, we've been dealing with anywhere between, you know, again, five to 
15 people meeting typically. Um, but we're doing it socially distant and we're doing it in unique spaces such, such as our rooftop mm -hmm. bar lounge, restaurant uh, Baleo, which has a retractable roof. So um, the, uh, um, the draw there for attendees is, you know, of course, being able to, and while we still can here in Chicago, do a, uh, you know, a, a socially distant meeting in the open air with the retractable roof open. So again, that's, that's been uh, very inviting for planners to one, obviously hold their meetings socially and, and safely uh, distant as well as in that open air element, which is again, for the attendee in this time of the pandemic, um, kind of gives them that comfort to be not sitting in a, yeah, in a, mm -hmm. in a closed room. However, an enclosed room is just, just as safe. You know, our, our, our Kempton So Fresh So Clean procedures um, within cleaning a meeting room or right to a guest room is uh, are, are covered so extensively that uh, a meeting in an indoor room is just as safe as a you know outdoor or in an open air room. But it's all about optics and what makes that specific client comfortable and how Absolutely. they're going to make their attendees comfortable. So you will have the ability and you are being really flexible. And I think that um, that's why you're successful in this is you're able to adapt. So kudos yeah. to you on that. Um, mm -hmm. I read in that art in the Hotel News Now article, which I can send to everyone after this, um, that some of the hotels were getting creative with the breakout space and uh, putting F&B offerings in guest rooms so that they could have, you know, them all separate. Are you guys doing anything like that? Uh, so for us, um, our guest room element, we are definitely, you know, right now we've got a work from home, well, I beg your pardon, work from hotel, take out the home um, package where, you know, a guest can check in whether it's a day room or whether it is overnight. Um, and we, you know, we, we uh, fit them out with all their working needs, you know, adapters and, you know, sanitizers and um, of course, complimentary Wi-Fi and all that sort of good stuff that would make working at our uh, and our guest rooms at our lovely little desks in each room um, very comfortable and considerably you know spacious and in a clean quiet environment no dogs no children you know kind of biting at your ankles um, so that is definitely one element of our guest rooms i would say on the food and beverage side of things we have obviously flipped when using our guest rooms as meeting space or meeting rooms uh, we have a little bodega so we've taken all the way the minibar uh, from each guest room. So there's no touch points, obviously. Uh, but what we've done is, is a great opportunity to interact with our guests at our front desk and a little pop-up bodega cart or store um, where all those items are for a la carte and to be purchased. So again, it's a great way for the guests to interact with our staff, our front office staff, where we're all longing for this human connection, um, but also you know, potentially have it delivered to their room as well. So. Um, but there's also the opportunity for, you know, for companies to buy out entire floors that we've, we've extended um, and maybe put a whole, you know, um, floor of their executives all in one floor of our hotel room where they're all working from their rooms, all on the one floor, socially distant and, you know, but meeting at the same time. So there's very flexible ways to, to meet as well as use the guest room um, as a meeting room as well. So I think that's where you're heading with that. I have another question on technology, but first, Mia uh, yeah. messaged in. She has a question. She wants to know, how have you noticed the sales process change uh, to sell hybrid meetings and events? And do you see yourself driving more into event details prior to the contract signing than um, before? Did that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's more about being completely, you know, let's call it straight up with the client straight away to one really uncover and, and find and cover those probe, probing questions and really bring that to the forefront of 
what their actual needs are, um, go through those really heightened concerns given this, the pandemic that we're in, um, address those, and then of course, the socially distant and the attendee numbers would really come in that kind of forefront. Whereas, you know, typically pre-COVID, we would, you know, go to a, a, you know, sign a meeting for 20 people and no worries, that could all grow a little further down the track when you're servicing. But right now it is really about finding out what those numbers are and what the actual meeting room and the layout would be kind of almost pre-contract. So then everyone's comfortable moving forward. Um, we just simply, again, just to be more flexible with um, the, the guest needs, really. Yeah, so I'm gonna jump around a little. I hope that's okay. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> So to that point, as Mia mentioned, I'm curious uh, how flexible you guys are being with like cancellation policies and discounts with doing this hybrid meeting and maybe how you're getting creative in upselling in different ways. Right. I think you just put a knife to my heart with a discount bit. Because I know. You know we're all, like, we're all like to McDonald's now. But, but, what you, what we, but what we, literally, you, you, you hit the nail on the head and the key word is flexibility. It's about the partnerships that we're, we've, we're fostering, we're creating, or we've kept, and it's about moving forward. I mean, we all can't change the situation that we're all in, but it's about how can we all help each other once we're on the other side of this. So the more flexible we are now, we know that that, that partnership or, or, or that relationship is going to be fostered even greater once we get to the end, if we show them flexibility, if we can, you know, it is a two-way street. Um, we understand that there's situations out there that are really, really tough. But really for us here at The Grey, we're, we're all about the flexibility and, and uh, uh, you know, it's, it's helping with the rebook or it's, you know, you know whether, whether the client is straight out cancelling, well, we have those conversations. And, um, but it's, it's really key is flexibility for us. More about flexibility, less about discounts, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. That's awesome. Okay, jumping back to the technology piece. Yeah, um, yeah. Who are you using for technology? I want to know about Wi-Fi. Are you having issues with bandwidth? Like, I want to know all about that. I don't know if anyone in the hotel world has uh, heard of PSAV. Oh, uh, <laughs> who? <laughs> no, they're our wonderful partners. And, and honestly, it's, I'm, really, um, I'm really impressed in a way that they're pivoting to really bring the heightened technology to these hybrid meetings. Um, so, of course, we're, that's, a, that's our Kimpton partner, PSAV, um, and they, not only are they bringing the flexibility and, and the assistance with our clients, but they're also bringing really intriguing platforms like Chime that are kind of going toe-to-toe -to -toe with such as Zooms, WebExes. Um, but I really like what they're doing in that sense of being able to personalize each meeting and potentially with this, with this Chime platform. Um, basically, uh, you'll get almost like a, a producer that runs it all for the, the, the client. Um, and of course, us on the hotel side, so we sit back and go, well, thank you. Thank you for taking care of this. But it's really, really uh, interesting to see what they're doing with their time platform. And, you know, right down to the engagement of surveys during meetings or interactive um, slides or posts behind the scenes. And um, again, having that producer um, element to a conference or a meeting um, definitely heightens the engagement because everyone's so tired of Zoom. I mean, let's call it Zoom, WebEx fatigue, you know. It's true. Um, so I think we're going to start seeing this really heightened element to uh, virtual meetings these days. Um, I mean, I, I just attended a, a meeting summit yesterday um, and I had an avatar. I had to create an avatar in, oh, in, a, in a virtual world. Yeah, um, luxury meeting summits, check it out. Um, it was incredible. Yeah, um, 
I'm going to tell you, it took me a good maybe half an hour to get over the, the kind of novelty of it. And I was like, wow, I'm in this virtual world, meeting meeting planners and such that are sourcing luxury meetings. Um, and here we are in, in our little virtual Kimpton Grey room in a, in a, uh, a conference hall. And you know, it was incredible. And but being able to beam up my presentation, just like it was like I was in the room. Very, very intriguing. So, do you think that this is something that a smaller property could use? We have some people that are on the call that have 20, 30 room properties and may have yeah. their events maybe maybe 30 to 50 people. Do you think that this is something that would be beneficial for them, or do you see this as more as large, um, for large well, events I, only? Well, I would love to. I would say that'd be silly not to be getting into this because obviously the sweet spot right now is those meetings around three, thirty to sixty. Um, right. Because, you know, again, there's so many different restrictions within the states right now, but um, that is the sweet spot. So I definitely would be diving in. I'd be, you know, finding anything that I could, uncovering. It's about uncovering these rocks that are out there and um, and then doing it in all the different ways. And, and again, just trying to flex and also um, kind of just find out what the clients are looking for and that, that within that comfort level, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think though, so I would, the properties I would work for would be like 200 room properties, but our meeting space would be small. So thinking of something like PSAV was a little intimidating for me. Um, and I also think that in the hospitality space, we tend to be a little more fearful of things like that. And like the avatar thing, which sounds great, but you have to, it takes you like a little getting used to. So yeah, it does. yeah, it's nice to hear that it isn't just for the larger properties, the larger events. I mean, obviously we have the social distancing and we have the restrictions on the size of the events. So everyone's kind of on even playing field now. So that's good. And I'm really excited to hear that PSAV is kind of pivoting to that, those types of events as well. So that's yeah, awesome. for sure. Absolutely. But so no issues on the Wi-Fi front? You know, listen, no, I think it, it, it'll, oh gosh, um, you know, and it's funny, we, we, we had a little connection issue when we first joined the, this afternoon, but um, typically I would say, you know, 98.9%, everything's great, you know, because of, you know, obviously technology today and Wi-Fi, it's, it's pretty standard um, when you go into meetings with wanting to stream, um, live content or, um, and, um, you know, of, of course, all those, you know, uh, quite large presentations. Um, so really not nothing extraordinarily extra, just your typical, you know, uh, Wi-Fi packages is definitely standard and would suffice. Yeah. That's really good. That's really, really good to hear. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, we know what hybrid meetings are. We know who's booking them. Um, do you, like, you have any learnings, like things that you wish that you would have known at the start of it that you can give to the others as kind of tips and tricks, best practices? Uh, you know, I, again, we're just kind of, we're really learning as we go with this whole new normal that we're all forging forward to. Um, but the, the key practices, I think, is just learn from each meeting. We all know that no meeting is ever the same. Um, and, you know, um, our meeting that we had uh, kind of a few weeks ago uh, for 12 in the open air uh, rooftop lounge, um, really it was something as simple as we've obviously, again, again, bringing it back to that touchless uh, point on the meeting table. So gone are the pads and pens and, and water pitches. That's all kind of a la carte now on a, on a request basis. So it takes away the, again, the, 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 contact. Um, 
However, again, just a, just a, a takeaway from that meeting was, oh, what about the charging stations? People are still going to need to be able to charge their mobile phones, their laptops. So, of course, we have a wonderful team here that put it all together and we could zip around with some power cords as the meeting started. But it was just something as simple as that where you're like, oh, you know. So it's, it's really, it's, it's just taking each meeting as it comes um, and really listening to the planners and all clients requests. Um, and also concerns because, again, we're all uh, being affected a little differently with this situation that we're in with the pandemic. Um, so I think really listening and ensuring that the, not only the needs, but the, again, that comfort level or um, just easing their anxieties or, you know, anxiousness to, to bring people back together in yeah. public spaces. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Okay. So I know that I had one more question here that I wanted to ask you. Oh, so around the, so with the hybrid meetings, I mean, again, we're still learning, everything's new. Do you think that this is kind of going to be a fad that's going to go away and everyone's just going to be like 600 people meetings like come February, you know what I mean? Like, or do you think that this is going to be kind of the way that we're going to see this going from now on? Yeah, unfortunately, and I think everyone, um, you know, that's listening or, or is in the hotel world right now, we're seeing the same trend right now for the remainder of 2020, where unfortunately, larger groups are now pulling out or moving into 2021. And that, you know, some that may have pivoted to the first quarter of next year, are now also pulling out or moving to say Q3 of 2021. And I think we, we'd all be smart to really kind of listen to that trend. And and, and unfortunately forecast for it, but um, who knows, you know, again, we, we don't know where we are going to be once, you know, certain elections are had and, and um, you know, um, with, you know, I, I dare say the vaccine, because I, I just, you know, we don't know, we don't, we, there's we don't still know. So, so many unknowns. There's so many unknowns. And so, you know, that is it. That's a, that's a, that's a positive that we all need to, to move forward to. Um, and literally just keep taking one day at a time. But you think about um, it, these companies are starting to see that they're saving on travel right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so yeah. I personally, I think that the, there's going to be a combination. When everything goes back to normal, there's yeah. going to be a combination of these things because now they see they don't have to pay for to like send everyone out to get everyone yeah. a hotel room. They can do this and maybe smaller bursts and maybe do more of them. That's my prediction. Yeah, and they could be smaller. And I think they will, yeah. you know, as we all know, they're all going to be smaller as we start going. Um, but I think they do want to bring it back to in-person. I do think people are longing to be back in person oh, yes. purely for, you know, the, the engagement as well as the productivity. Let's all know, you know, it, it's, it's easy to sit behind the, the laptops and the keyboards. Um, but I think that productivity and there is, you know, signs of, you know, articles telling us this, that, you know, companies are losing productivity because of our current situations. Um, so bring it on, I say, and, and again, bring right. it on safely. Um, and, and as long as everyone's safe and secure, I think that's the most important thing. I have one more question related to this. Are you starting to offer this up or are more of the, the, your clients coming to you saying, I want a hybrid meeting? Or are you saying, hey, you should do a hybrid meeting instead of canceling? It's a, it's a bit of both. I mean, again, we'd be, okay. we, we would be silly not to try and, again, we've got to pivot. We have to, we have to push out there what we what we have uh, for guests that are, and for, for clients that are wanting to meet in person. So we're pushing it out to them, how they can do it, how they can do it uh, safely. Um, but also this, this hybrid me meeting element, it also shows them and gives them some inspiration as to what 
you know, that, that typical board meeting may have looked like this time last year. Well, actually, this is how it potentially could look for you this year. Um, just with a few, ad, you know, I know it sounds a little crazy, what, what a difference a year could make, but, you know, right down to the set or, you know, the way the food is served or um, the, you know, the culinary option, how it's changed a little. Um, but really for us, it's, it's more about being, again, uh, it's, it's, it's bringing back that hospitality at, at heart and uh, that's what we do well here at Clinton and um, we just, uh, we're looking forward to taking that little step every time that someone comes back in the doors and we welcome them back. I love that. You've created an amazing solution. You've given them, you know, some of that hope back. Like, we can't get everyone together yet, but we can get some of you together now. And yeah, yeah. I mean, and for everyone who's listening, too, it's there are ways to get those, these events back. And um, there's ways to be creative and remain flexible and don't forget that hospitality. Yeah, for sure. Well, we have five minutes left. Do you have any parting words? For, the, for our uh, no, Jen. Attendees. I just appreciate. I thank you so much, and and to the attendees I, I that are you know in the hotel world, hang in there. Um, it's it's a we've got a long road ahead. Uh, but again, if if you there, there's an old saying, you know, love what you do, and I definitely do that. You know, we've it's it's too short a life to to be doing something that you're not enjoying. So we all love what we do here in hospitality, mm -hmm. and I think. If we just hang in there, there is, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how long it is, um, we'll get there. Um, but, you know, listen, we, we have to notch, notch this up to a big learning curve for us all. Um, and, hey, we'll, we'll never forget it, right? We won't. And it'll be the best thing ever to put on your resume, survive to 2020 in hospitality. Well, you couldn't well, ask for well, more well, than that. <laughs> you, you, well, listen. You can't. What a, what a time. What a time. Exactly. Well said. Well, thank you again for coming on. I'm going to end it there. Um, I hope to see everyone next week. And thank you again. Bye. Thanks for listening. And be sure to visit hoteltalkpodcast.com for more info and upcoming guests.